0: Chapter 19 While Apollos was in Corinth, Paul passed through the upper country and came to Ephesus, where he found some disciples. He asked them, Did you receive Holy Spirit when you believed? They answered, No, we've not even heard that there is Holy Spirit. Paul asked, Into what then were you baptized? They answered, into John's baptism. Paul then said, John baptized with the baptism of repentance, telling people that they should believe in the one who was to come after him, that is, in Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized into the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them, and they began to speak foreign languages, and prophesy. There were about twelve men in all. Paul entered the synagogue and spoke boldly for a period of three months, addressing and persuading them about the kingdom of God. But when some were becoming hardened and disobedient, speaking evil of the way before the people, he left them and took the disciples away. Then he reasoned daily in the school of Tyrannus. This continued for two years, so that all those living in the province of Asia heard the gospel word of the Lord, both Jews and Greeks. God worked extraordinary miracles through the hands of Paul, so that even handkerchiefs or aprons were carried from his body to the sick, and the diseases left them and the evil spirits departed. But some Jews who were going around exorcising tried to use the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirits, saying, I warn you by Jesus, whom Paul preaches. There were seven sons of Sceva, a Jewish chief priest, who were doing this. The evil spirit answered them, I recognize Jesus, And I know about Paul, but who are you? And the man in whom the evil spirit was leapt on them, overpowered all of them and beat them, and they fled out of that house naked and wounded. This became known to everyone who lived in Ephesus, both Jews and Greeks. Fear fell on them all, and the name of the Lord Jesus was being honoured. Many of those who had believed came and confessed, openly admitting their former practices, and many of those who practiced magic brought their books and burned them in the sight of all. They calculated their value and found it to be 50,000 pieces of silver, so the gospel word of the Lord was growing powerfully and increasing. After this, Paul determined that when he had passed through Macedonia and Achaia, he would go to Jerusalem. He said, after I've been there, I must also go to Rome. So after sending into Macedonia two of those who served him, Timothy and Erastus, he himself stayed for a while in the province of Asia. About that time there arose a great disturbance concerning the way. A man named Demetrius, a silversmith, who made silver shrines of the goddess Artemis, was bringing a great deal of business to the craftsmen. Demetrius gathered them together, along with the workmen in similar trades, and said, Men, you know that our wealth depends on this business. And you see and hear that not only in Ephesus, but almost throughout the whole province of Asia, this Paul has persuaded and turned away many people by saying that the gods made with hands are not gods at all. Not only is there a danger that our trade might fall into disrepute, but also the temple of the great goddess Artemis will be counted as nothing and Her Majesty Lost, she whom all the province of Asia and the world worships. When they heard this, they were furious and shouted, Great is Artemis of the Ephesians! The city was filled with confusion, and people rushed together into the amphitheater, seizing Paul's traveling companions, Gaius and Aristarchus, who were from Macedonia. When Paul wanted to go to the crowd, the disciples would not allow him. Some of the provincial officials, who were Paul's friends, sent word to him and begged him not to enter the amphitheater. Some were shouting one thing and some another. The crowd was in complete confusion. Most of them did not know why they were there. Some of them thought Alexander was the reason because the Jews had pushed him to the front. Alexander gestured with his hand, and was intending to make a defense to the crowd. But when they realized that he was a Jew, they all shouted in unison for about two hours, Great is Artemis of the Ephesians! When the town clerk had quieted the crowd down, he said, People of Ephesus, is there anyone who does not know that the city of the Ephesians is the guardian of the temple of the great Artemis and of her image that fell from heaven? Since these are undeniable facts, you ought to be calm and do nothing rash. For you've brought these men here who are neither robbers of temples nor blasphemers of our goddess. So then, if Demetrius and the craftsmen with him have a complaint against anyone, the courts are open and there are proconsuls let them bring charges there but if you require anything beyond this it will be settled in the lawful assembly indeed we are all in danger of being accused of a riot because of today's events and there's no cause for it we will not be able to give a single reason for this commotion. After speaking these words, he dismissed the crowd.